sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, we have a vision. Lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. And over the last several months, we've been talking about this vision, what it means, why we have it, and so on. But in today's episode of Ignition, we want to talk about what difference does it make? In effect, so what to the diocesan vision? That's what we're going to be talking about today on the show. I'm Chris Bergwald, your host, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the topic of the vision, we want you to know that we love feedback from our listeners. So if you've got questions about this episode or if you have ideas for another episode, please contact us. And the easiest way to do so is by email. The The episode, the email address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined by, oh, oh my gosh, Renee, words I can't are, talk today. Words are hard, Words Chris. are hard for, <laughs> for a podcast that's rough. Yes, it is. So, but the way I'm thinking about this is I'm getting all of the words that are hard out of the way for this episode. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> so Renee Kranz is my guest, yes. well, my co-host yes. again today. So Renee, we've been talking about, again, the diocesan vision here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, as I said, for well, probably several months at mm-hmm. this point. For some of us on staff, we've heard about it for over a year yeah. now. But I, I want to talk about who cares. Yeah. Like if somebody's listening, maybe they've heard it and heard it and heard it. and like, Or even if they've just heard it and they're just like, yeah, so. Right. I right. don't understand. So I, I should say, if you want to learn more... <laughs> If you want to learn more about the, what the vision means, if you go to sfcatholic.org slash vision, there's a whole series of videos that Father Scott Trainer and Al Gallagher and myself did on mm-hmm. the vision for what it means and a little bit about why it matters. But I, I, as I was thinking about what would be a good uh, topic for today's episode of Ignition, I thought, so what yeah. might be a good way to go. So um, I gave you unusually... I gave you advanced notice. Right. A whole uh, two hours. <laughs> and 20 minutes. During which time I had many other much. things to do. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I, I have thoughts, but this is not a monologue. It's right. a dialogue. When you think about that question um, for yourself, maybe for people you know, maybe for the listeners in a general way, what, what comes to your mind in terms of so what regarding our diocesan vision? Well, for me, I think we have to think about where we are as a people, both the people of the church and just people in general. Like, where are we? And in a lot of ways, where we are is not not that great. Sure. So um, we need to do something different. And just going to church every Sunday and hanging out and, hey, I'm Catholic, isn't really getting us anywhere. So we have to think about that. So what? How do we how do we do something different? And what is that thing to make things to put things on a different path that gets us closer to God, be better communities, better, better Americans, better Catholics, all of those things can be can all feed off of uh, improving the way we see our faith life or changing how we see it in relation to everybody else. So when you think about um that all sounded really smart for me. <laughs> really well done. I just smashed my re- microphone into that. my yeah, face. We, we, uh, we, I ignored that. Um, Thank or you. I tried to, at least. Um, you, you, I'm sure you, like some of us, could recite the vision backwards in your right. sleep. In your own words, 
Mm. How would you articulate the vision? So this is going to be a really, I'm going to give you what might be an impossible challenge right now. Mm -hmm. This was not part of my prep. So thank you. Sorry. Thank you. If you could restate the Vyasas and vision without using any of the words that are in the vision, how might you do it? I would say, how do I bring, how do I bring Jesus to other people? So they understand that God loves them. That's really good. How about that? That's really good. How 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 can I? Would I do? How do I, I bring Jesus? How do to I other bring people? Jesus to other people? So and so they know God loves them. Yep, yep. So that's that's a Renee Kranz's restatement in her own words of the diocese. The only thing that is not the new diocesan vision. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but but I think but okay. Why why is it worth doing that? Why why was it why is it worth well, you, so we can see if we're internalizing and, yes. and hearing what the what the bishop has offered to us. So the fact that you, I mean, that was like I was I was prepared to have like some uncomfortable radio <laughs> silence for like maybe five seconds, which on the radio is. Like I must have had enough forever breakfast this right? morning or something. Um, <laughs> the fact that you were able to do it to me does say that at least. One person, <laughs> Bishop, are you listening? <laughs> um, that you've, yeah, you, you that you've internal. The only thing I would, Renee, just, uh, um, it, it, I think it starts with you know, discipleship is the heart of it. So mm-hmm. it's me following so that I can. Right. Yep. Uh, but but how That's do I? Yeah. How do I draw closer to Jesus myself? So and share him with others so that they know how much he loves them. Right. Why is that worth doing? Because there are a lot of people who don't know that. So what? Uh, that's where we are. Why we are where we are. And I, I believe. And where 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 are we? Um, we're we're in a place of a great division, in lots of different ways: religious, uh, political. Um, we're just divided in almost every single aspect of life. It seems like, and I think God is the great uniter in many things. Well, in everything, we hope. I'm a uniter, not a divider. Yes. (laughs) So if we don't start start bringing people in and living our own life as disciples, we're going to just get more of this. Um, That's really good. So two questions from that. Uh, I'll tell you both questions, and I'll I'll let you pick which one you want to start with. The easy one, of course. (laughs) Okay, so are you trying to... Um, so don't answer it. I'm just okay. Gonna, um, okay. So division, but the other way to look at that is, but diversity is a good thing. I mean, you see division, I see diversity. Why are you trying to, uh, bring about uniformity? Um, because isn't that kind of another way to look at what you want? Secondly, d- Seriously, Kranz, the the diocesan vision is going to accomplish all of these things. Mm-hmm. So, which one of those do you want to? So, the second one basically is the, the less provocative way to put it is: How does the diocesan vision address if division is really a problem? Um, how does living out what you articulated yourself, um, or as we articulate it, just the, the, the common language, lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love, how does that address the, the problem? Right. So either of those two things. Is, um, it really, is what you named, is that really a problem? Um, and secondly, how does the vision help with it? Those are really good questions. Bill? 
Don't have the mic today. Nope, I know. Um, so right. let's let's just look at the diversity one. Okay. Because that's to me that's probably the more difficult one, but also pressing because there is this big push for diversity. I think people misunderstand maybe what diversity should be or can be. Um, so if you're all united in Christ, that doesn't mean that everything we do is going to be the same and we're all going to believe exactly the same things. But the closer you can get to Jesus and his church, there will be more uniformity in ethics, I suppose. But that doesn't mean we're all di- they're all the same people. Right. I mean, we're still different people. Right. We still have different experiences. All those things are good. We bring those experiences to that unity. So I guess that's how I would. Yeah, I don't know I, if that's helpful. No, no, no. I think it's good. So I, I think it's worth. So, so I, what I want to do with this one is, I think, um, clarify or make you, you you already stated very clearly, but talk more about why division is a problem, mm-hmm. and then yeah, what the difference is between division and and Diverse. authentic diversity. Right. So I won't start with the second one first. Um, I completely agree. So um, there is authentic diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not talking about uniformity. In all things, we are talking about. We are talking about some degree of uniformity. Uh, Saint, right. Saint Paul, I think it's in his letter to the Ephesians, talked about how there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Right. You know, there's one Bible. There's one catechism. Mm-hmm. So there's some degree of uniformity in understanding the nature of God, yeah. of the what He's revealed to us, and so on. To me, truth itself would be truth. uniform. Right. Right. So. Right. Yeah. There's going to be uniformity to right. a degree. Yes. So there will be some degree of uniformity, but but when we look at that, so a common, common image here is how a prism diffracts, diffracts, refracts, whatever the word is, light. I have no idea. Uh, you know, so, so light shines into a prism and what do you get out? You get a spectrum of colors. Mm-hmm. The one light does create a spectrum of color from purple on one end to... Yellow, something yellow, on the other, something on the other, whatever it is. Clearly, it's <laughs> we're really good metaphor. at science. Yeah, science is our, <laughs> Bill's dying our, over here. Our, our strength. Um, but but what that looks so what in other words what the what the truth the common truth looks like in my life and yours we embrace the same truth but it's going to look a little bit differently right. in terms of how it manifests itself mm-hmm. in our lives. Mm-hmm. So the the definitely the common image here is uh, a flower garden. They're all flowers, right. yep. but you get a different, many different variety of flowers. They're not all the same. Mm-hmm. There is beauty in the diversity, but they're all flowers. Right. You, they all need to be watered and cultivated. Yeah, they still need the same thing. things. They need the same yep, things, sun. sunlight and so on. <laughs> so we all need the sun. Yes. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> um, so I think that... So, so I think that's what authentic diversity is and how you get the diversity, unity, uniformity problem solved. Mm-hmm. But why is division? I mean, there's never been humanity's. There's always been division. Yes, but <laughs> um, I I do think you're right that if we look at the state of society in the church and in our country, even here in South Dakota or the Upper Midwest, there's a lot of division, and that I would say like there can be healthy division. Mm-hmm. But there's unhealthy division. Right. And so when you have family members and good friends who can't talk to each other anymore because of 
issue A, B, or C, mm-hmm. and we can go all probably through and we'll X, Y, and Z. There's probably 26 yep. different issues. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. Uh, that's a problem. Yes. Where people are unable to communicate with one another, uh, where I'm unable to understand your perspective, where I'm unable to be in relationship with you as a friend or a family member, that's a problem. Right. And I think those those divisions have gotten worse because it's much easier because of social media, the internet and so on, to be to have your little tribe yep. and to only hear the things you want to hear. Yep. So it, that division comes becomes deeper and much deeper than than a hundred years ago. When exactly. You just didn't have those things. Right. Right. You didn't know what your neighbor thought about no, X, Y, or Z. You didn't. You didn't. Um, and therefore, because we're divided in that, then then it's much harder for us to come together and address. To be honest, um, real problems mm-hmm. that are going on. So. Not to say these issues aren't important, the things that we're disagreeing about. So there might still be disagreement, but what would be great is if we could have healthy disagreement about these issues and still work together in common to address other issues Mm -hmm. like poverty. Right. Uh, or, you know what? I mean, big issues that are still present in our society. Mm-hmm. Poverty just being a common one that we're still right. trying to obviously solve. Right. And that's real even here in Eastern South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. So um, by overcoming division uh, enough where we can work together on other problems, that's something worth doing. Right. So. I want to come back here in just a moment to, okay, so seriously, how, how does the diocesan vision help <laughs> overcome that division? <laughs> right. uh, I look forward to your answer in just a moment, but if you're just tuning in to listen to Ignition, I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with Renee Kranz about the, the, the diocesan vision here in Eastern South Dakota, um, lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love, and sort of answering the question, so what? with regard to that vision. Mm-hmm. And so Renee, your, your pitch, uh, the, the, the angle you, that we've been taking is, well, there's a lot of division in society as we we're just discussing. It's preventing us from relating to one another and addressing problems, common problems in common. Um, so that's, that's one answer to the, so what, and then mm-hmm. my push back to you is, so how does living out the diocesan vision help um, us overcome the division within our church right. and our society. Right. So now you want me to answer that, huh? Yeah, well, you're the one who said it. Would. I know. I didn't know you were going to ask me, oh, how does that work? <laughs> I'm just going to throw it at you and make oh, you do on. it. Oh, come on. How many episodes of Ignition have we done? <laughs> you should know better by now. I know. Um, I think that the only one who can probably help us with this division right now is probably Jesus. <laughs> so... If we can get closer to him by being better disciples, by learning more about our faith, and then being comfortable with becoming missionary with it, so evangelizing the people in our own lives, yep. then hopefully some of those those barriers and, and divisions can start to ease a little bit. They may not go away entirely, but then if you can at least start to find some common ground to relate to each other and what better common ground to relate to each other than, than the church and God. I don't know if that's helpful. No, I I think, I, I I think that's um, pretty much, if not spot on, at least on the right track. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Satan 
is the one who sees, seeks to divide. Right. So Satan um, scatters. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants to create disharmony, disunity, that is division. And Jesus overcomes and conquers that division. The last week's episode, I got pretty impassioned about yes. how we need to go on the offensive. Right. And one way I think we really know, need to go on the offensive is precisely on this point mm-hmm. of division within the church and with society, in society because of the things we already talked about and all sorts of other problems are caused when we, we, um, when we lack unity. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it, to me, um, this is a common metaphor image as well. So if you look, think of a, like a, a bicycle wheel, mm-hmm. uh, and, and if, if I'm more deeply connected as a spoke to the hub, I'm closer. If I'm closer to the center of the wheel, I'm also closer to the other spokes. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So the, tr- yeah. the closer I draw to Jesus, the closer I am to you. Right. Whereas when I'm further away from Jesus, I'm further away from you. Right. The closest I get to you is when I'm closest to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Paul's image of, of the church as the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when I am fully integrated into the body, when I'm not, you know... <laughs> It can get grotesque here pretty quick, but if I'm like a finger that's like partially hanging off or whatever, <laughs> um, this is a weird show, right? Now. <laughs> I'm not as connected to you, right? So literally, more, literally. So the more I'm connected to him, the more I'm connected to you, right? I'd, the other thing I think would say um, the the end of uh. Oh, you did use a word in your rearticulation that's in the vision. I just realized it. What? Love. Yeah, I did. That's in the vision. Yeah. Your challenge oh, was to. Okay, God really likes you. <laughs> a lot. It's hard. I think it's hard to restate the vision <laughs> yeah. without at least using yeah. love. Um, but lover, love co- covers a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. Um, love, when I know God's love for me when I'm when I'm deeply aware of God's love for me it's much easier for me to love other people right yeah and to um, put up with their foibles and likewise there's their them with mine right so how can living out the Dasis in vision overcome division um, within church society frankly families if I if I saw you the way that God the Father sees you, the way that Jesus Christ sees you, I would interact with you much differently right. than I do. That's a really good point. I, yeah. would, I, would, I would be much more forgiving mm-hmm. of the ways that you're a jerk to me. <laughs> it's not talking about me specifically. Uh, okay, if you say so. Uh, I, I would be... I would be um, I'd be more, eh, whatever, about the ways that you and I disagree around mm-hmm. issue A, B, or C, mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z, because I see you for what you really are. Sure. A beloved daughter of the father and my, in this case, slightly older big sister. So so we're, we're family. And now the, that's not always a great metaphor because, well, I don't get along with my family, mm-hmm. but we, we get the, we get the idea that we should. Right. Yeah. So that if, if I, if I'm, um, if I, 
if I love with the heart of the love, the heart of Jesus Christ, if I have his heart, I am going to overcome the divisions between you and I much more, even, even if you laugh, even if you're uninterested. So it's not just between disciples, between missionary disciples. It's even if I have that, even if you don't, that's really good to point out. Yeah. Then, then I am going to be much more forgiving, much less likely to be, I'm going to take my marbles and go home because you think that. And I think this. And sooner or later, that person who isn't in that missionary discipleship mode will see that. Yeah. They'll see that something's different yes. and something you handle this different than everybody yes. else does. Yes. So I think this is getting to this is getting to my answer to the <laughs> question. I think when we live this way, when we are actually living out um I draw closer to Jesus so that I can draw others closer to Jesus to know how much he loves them and kind of Mm-hmm. A rough restatement mm-hmm. of the way you put it. If I'm living out lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love, I will act in a way that is, and we have talked about this before, but it's attractive to other people mm-hmm. um, and it will overcome divisions. Right. Because even if it, that's not to say that all of our disagreements are going to go away, yeah. but the way that we disagree, even when I'm, when, even when it's one sided in terms of the difference, the way that we disagree. Uh, is going to be different, and it will be possible for us to collaborate right. in addressing other problems in our society. Well, and and to maybe uh, have a dialogue about the things we disagree about, right? Without it ter- devolving into a right. knockdown, dragout fight. To be able to find, because I'm, I am absolutely convinced. If you dig deep enough, you'll find common ground. Right. So take take whatever hot button, any hot button issue. Well, why do you think that? Why do you think mm-hmm. that? Why do you think that? Why yep. do you think that? Yep. If you ask, if you dig ask deeply questions. enough, <laughs> yes. you'll find, oh, well, I agree with you on mm-hmm. that. Right. It's just somewhere at a higher level, mm-hmm. I go somewhere else with it. Right. But to be, to be able to dig deeply enough to find that common ground, that common that, that truth that we hold in common, you're able to do that right. when you don't just... Fly, fly off the, the handle, handle. <laughs> because we disagree about that top level issue. Right, right. Um, so, I, I, but I want to go back to something. Okay, so the, the, our the way we the whole point here is diocesan vision. So what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you seen this happen in your own life? Maybe, maybe in the last year, year and a half since uh, Bishop DeGrood started sharing this vision. But maybe, like many people, I know Renee Kranz was already living out what we know as the diocesan vision. Oh, sure. Um, prior to last spring, last summer, this spring, et cetera. Um, have you seen living this way actually do some of the things that, that we're, you and I are proposing it will do in my own life or, or, or the lives of real people. In other words, is this just theory or does this actually work? And, and where have you seen it work? No, I think it definitely works. Uh, I, I think I've seen it more in like my younger brother who lives in California. Um, when he moved out there, he was looking for friends and so he got involved with um, the street evangelization. Is it St. Paul Street Evangelization? St. Paul Street Evangelization. Yeah. Um, and some different things like that. And so he, because he wanted to get closer to Christ, 
And he saw that as a way to also make friends and build community. So he's been able to do that. But then that has spilled over into other parts of his life. He, he was working on a university campus that was very secular. And so he had to really hold on to his, his values and so on there. And um, now I don't know this for sure, but from my conversations with him, I have a feeling that some of those, his values that he, he can hang on to because of the people he hangs around with, because of him drawing closer to Jesus have affected some of the people that he's been around Um, maybe in very small ways, but all of those little things can add up to bigger things later. So yeah, I think I have seen it there for sure. Yeah, and I I, I can just think of instances um, doing little. Okay, so this is going to probably seem like a silly instance, but go with me. Um, <laughs> several years ago, uh, together with another family on our block, uh, and the other family is actually the family of a coworker of mine here oh, at the diocese. Okay. Yep. We started organizing uh, a Labor Day block party. Right. So the last five, six, seven years, so give, or, give or take. Why Labor Day? Because um, <laughs> it was coming up and we That's had bizarre. a day off okay. and we decided Okay, so like it's to... an end of summer block party yeah, kind of thing. exactly. Okay. Yeah. okay. Even though school here in Sioux Falls, <laughs> South right. Dakota is usually start a couple weeks. But um, we started organizing a block party and it's just a way for us to be together with our neighbors living life mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I see our and block party, our <laughs> streets block party as a small way in which we are living out the and vision right. that have been for several years because we're building community around a thing. And so as I build relationship with my neighbors, some of whom are are very faithful Catholics, others of whom are very faithful Christians, but mm-hmm. they're not Catholic, and then others who aren't really church churchgoers at all. Right. But building relationship with them, mm-hmm. they get to know us. And maybe maybe the Bergwalds don't do it for them, but maybe the Gallaghers right. do. Right. Or the Blaylocks. Right. Or the shops or right. whatever. So these other families who are, are, are as connected to the center of the hub, that mm-hmm. is Jesus Christ, the center of the wheel, the hub of the wheel, um, they're not as connected, but they'll see these families and they oh. And so we're in relationship with them. And that's just a small way where you grow a relationship and you are, by the witness of your life, living out the right. diocesan vision as a missionary disciple. Yeah, this is what the apostles did. This is what the early disciples did. This is how Christianity spread. Right. They didn't have the internet. Right. They, right. they had to go and meet people yep. and get to know people and tell them about Jesus and and that. So when you th- they were saying something about that on the radio the other day, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know what? We really don't need social media to do this. We can do this right, right. in our own lives. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, St. Paul didn't go into Corinth with the latest DVD or live streaming <laughs> right. study right. Uh, or even book other than what we call the Old Testament. Right, right. So it's all about our knowledge of God, our, our, our knowing God personally, and our knowledge of what him, of him and what he has revealed, and us living it out with others. Right, right. So, Renee, we got about half a minute left. Any, any, when you think about so what, any final thoughts? Mm, there's a lot of ways we could take that still, so... I think it's something we could talk about again. So maybe my encouragement, <laughs> folks, again, learn about the vision if yeah. you haven't yet, but then actually bring this to prayer and bring this to other people. Lord, um, spouse, friends, how can we live out this diocesan? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Renee. 
Yep. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you. <laughs>